Hey, it's Kelsey. And Kaylin. You're listening to Two, Two Without, Without a Clue. Clue. New episodes every Friday by 5 p.m. Just comes to a resolution. Because why, why wouldn't it? Why shouldn't it? You know what I mean? Communication's not that difficult. Yeah. If you know how to like, if you know what you're feeling and you know how to express that to somebody else, if they don't know how that, you know. You what does that have to it. do with you? Yeah. Can't help that. Yeah, our biggest fight was like nine years ago. And um, it's actually really funny because it was about, like, a hypothetical baby that we um, don't even have. Yeah. Like, if we did have a baby, I forget how it happened, how, like, it even it, got on the subject. He was basically saying, like, um, I'm not like these other dudes. You're not just going to take that baby if that's what you think. And I'm like, <laughs> you think you're going to take my non-existent baby? Because, no, right. that's not how this is going to work. I'm not like those other dudes. They they just left. It wasn't like I took them. I mean, calm down. Like, yeah, I'm not out here stealing my own children from nobody. I mean, too. Like, so funny. But it is really rare because like he has sole custody of his daughter. Mm -hmm. So he's one of those. Yeah, he actually is one of those. I couldn't like when you said that. I was like, yeah, okay, dad. Oh, pop off, dad. So, welcome back. Part two of Clueless with Jenna for our series. But you have some questions for us. And, and we just can't stop talking. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we keep getting really off subject. Um, it's just how it goes, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of what the first one was again. I already forgot. Mm-hmm. The episode. I know, like, on the first episode, you guys were talking about your um, birth stories. Yeah. And you kind of, like, veered, like, a hard right and, like, didn't really finish. So... Always. Um, I mean, I know about your. Whenever we don't finish stories. something, y'all need to be like, "Hey, y'all didn't finish this. Talk about it in the next one." Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna like take responsibility for that and yeah. start texting like, "Hey." So I know because we're um, in the moment when we're doing it. We're just in the moment the whole time until we push stop. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Um. You talk. I don't remember which one. One of your burning stories was like especially uh, more difficult. Yeah. So my first. So actually. Two out of three were pretty uh, crappy. Um, the first one, so I had a doctor who was just really not for me. So I just switched to someone in Ashland City who was like 10 times worse. Oh um, I No one told me that I couldn't eat before I went into an induction, by the way. Oh or So I... I stopped at Mickey D's on the way. Like, I, I I was pushing 210 the day I had Ethan, and I was 95 pounds when I thought I was pregnant, or when I found out I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was dancing with the, the devil of gestational diabetes. And, yeah, um, close. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. So, I was high risk then, plus I was 17 with... Um, I had already tested positive for cancerous cells in the past. I had to do, like, a bunch of stuff. So, it was already a big Me too. deal. gang, gang. Like, we just out here popping our cervical Cer- cancer. I was going to say cervixes. <laughs> yeah. Our cervixes. <laughs> like, you know. But, I had to get um, half of mine chopped off, so no. Oh, yeah, I feel that. That's mm-hmm. why I am just, it's, it's rough. So, I was already dealing with a lot, and... So, when I went in, um, my water had broken the night before, but I didn't know. Um, and they tried to send me away, and I, like, freaked out. And I was like, nope, uh, I'm pretty sure my water broke. And they were like, oh, no, it didn't. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it did. So, I made them test me, went downstairs, and um, turns out it did break. And I was like, God's looking out, because I was I was taken. I was lying. I was lying. <laughs> I just didn't want to go home. No, I just... <laughs> Y'all are not going to send me home. Um, And then... Tee-hee, it worked. It did. (laughs) But um, all of it happened the way that it was supposed to because um, Ethan had gone into my birth canal at about six centimeters and his cord was wrapped. So he was suffocating. And that was... It all happened so fast. David was, like, in the elevator when Ethan was born. So he missed it. Um, he tried so hard to get there, but did you have an epidural? Mm hmm. Um, I did at five centimeters because that's what they told me. They, well, I, made I say it to they, six with Charlie, and then with Sawyer, I made it to like three. I was like, boop, yeah, three or I, four. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Can we get them up here now? 
Yeah. Fuck that. Walker's was the worst um, because I was not in active labor at all. And they had to give me a spinal tap because I, um, or a spinal block because I was having a scheduled C-section at that point. And plus I was also getting Mm -hmm. a tubal. Like there was no going back at that. Like we had to, because I miscarried before Will Walker um, at 14 and a half weeks. Oh, so she's still fertile. Look at she out here raw dog in life. Well, she's on like IUD or something like that, but like nice contraception. I know is if key. I were to, if Jackie wasn't clipped, I would, I would have already been pregnant again. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I struggle with that because like I don't. If we have another, I want like two or three more. I don't want like, right. I don't want just more. I don't want just like a straggler with no siblings. You know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would that's have true. To have it's pretty much like starting over. My youngest is 10, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Starting um, over 10 years later. Yeah. It's kind of how I felt after Charlie was like four and then I'll have another one. I was like, damn, she just got out of diapers and we doing it again. But no more, for real this time. I so, a, Ethan was born naturally. No. He, all through your cooter? Yeah, all three C-section. Oh, okay. So Was the first C-section planned? No. Okay. So, and Emergency neither was the it? second. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> um, yeah, when he went into the birth canal, it was over because he stopped breathing. And then my heart rate, like, dropped very fast. So they, a bunch of alarms went off. It was, like, Terrifying. yeah, it was less than 20 minutes. And I never wanted to do that again. So I, like, pushed so hard for when I got pregnant with Ezra. Like, I wanted to have a vaginal yeah. birth. Yeah, so bad. Um but I got pregnant. I found out I was pregnant when Ethan was a year old. And I was like, that's not enough time for my body to heal. Like, I don't. But I still pushed. And I went back to the doctor in Ashland City who told me that my son's arms, Ezra, were measuring short and that I needed to come back for an ultrasound. So I tell the receptionist, she's like, well, he didn't tell me that. Well, I get a call casually from the receptionist that was like, so we might do that, but really, like, all that could mean is that he might have Down syndrome. And I was like, wait, what? Like, it was just they did so. They the same to me with Sawyer. So just they nonchalant. And I'm like, they freaked me that's out a big no deal. Reason. Like, they're not that there's they literally wrong. Said she probably has chrom- chromosomal deformalities. Yeah. And then she yeah. came out normal after, you know, she just was measuring small. Yeah. And Sorry. like, I couldn't. That's so weird. Yeah, I couldn't fathom. The way they go about it, they have no compassion it's sick. whatsoever. It's sick. So, at that point, I started calling around because I was like, so if I have special needs, like, I need to, like, see someone who, like, A specializes. Yeah, you got to plan for that. And they were so not helpful. Mm-hmm. They were, it was so bad. And then I met own. Dr. Moran. Dr. Moran was just the best. I was a nervous wreck the whole time. He sent me for a 3D ultrasound. I got to see Ezra, and they confirmed that he was normal. No invasive testing or anything. Was he in Nashville? Mm-hmm. I had, he was my first gynecologist. I liked him a lot, too. Yeah, he retired, yep. and I was like, that's... Yeah, he did. His name was Sam Houston Moran. Yep. Whole, whole full government name. Yeah, whole-ass whole government name, but he was a cool-ass old dude. He was. Mm-hmm. I think he's still around. Hopefully, just not. Oh, yeah, just not in the field. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think he <laughs> died. second, guys. If you're listening to this, shout out. Yeah. <laughs> not R.I.P. <laughs> L.I.P. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so my water actually broke um, the night before I went in for my 37-week checkup. And I nice. did not feel right. Um, and so I told him, I was like, you don't understand, like, I'm just not feeling great. And they were like, well, like, you've had a lot of anxiety. And I didn't know that you could have prepartum depression. I was so anxious the whole time. That whole world is so new to me. Yeah. Like, it was, I I never stopped thinking that, like, he was going to die. Like, my whole pregnancy. Like, because they kept telling me that there was, like, stuff wrong with him. Mm -hmm. I went to the doctor with Sawyer twice a week. After about, what was it, 25 weeks or something like that? I was at the doctor twice a week from halfway through my pregnancy on. 
because they yeah. were doing ultrasounds, checking her twice a week. That's how it was with Walker. She had yeah. inner uterine growth restriction, is what it was called. She oh, came out normal. She was just little. She's still little to this day. But like her parents are little, so and I'm little. Yeah. I wish people He's would little. chill out. Like, yeah, <laughs> they were literally freaking me the fuck out about nothing, and I was like, "Well, do you see me?" Well, I just you should that see for her both of you guys though, because like I had some linebackers. Different like conditions cause can be like really triggered with intrusive thoughts so like oh yeah like you i never stopped thinking about like there's going to be something wrong like there and it just it it was affecting your health yeah and i i I know it affected your health like Mm -hmm. it was just a constant stressor yeah and then i got to the hospital she just has a fucking easy breezy she threw up she found out she was pregnant with fiona barely puked one time in the closet and then just like had her yeah. You were so poisoning. beautiful. She got food poisoning from chicken pot pie with Fiona and, and Kyron. Kyron. Yeah, both of them. I've never <laughs> ate it again. I wouldn't either. That's not even a Just like, guess what, bitch? Food. I'm in the ER again with food poisoning. And guess from what? Yeah, <laughs> fucking way. Who's yeah. pot pie, though? Uh, no. Marie Calendar. What yeah, it was like, bitch. my dad loves those. And so it was just happenstance both times. Like, it was not on the menu. It was just like, oh, dad, you're going to have one. I'll have one with you. Like, just hanging out with dad. And, um... Yeah, I was in the hospital both times from it. But I found out that Kyron was a boy in the hospital whenever I was sick. They're like, do you want to know the gender? I was like, I guess so. Like, dying. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Might as well. But my, like, our doctor, I think he's retired now. If he isn't retired, then he's, like, not accepting new patients. But he actually, like, birthed me from my mother. So (gasps) it's like, yeah, like, he's been around always. And with Fiona... That's what, like... Or her gynecologist. We went for a a checkup, and I was, like, seven and a half months, and he did the anatomy scan, and he was like, uh, okay, so I think you should just come in on Friday. Um, She's already measuring at seven and a half pounds. Um, They gain a pound a week at the end, so unless you want her to walk to the nursery, like, we're going to have to take her early. Oh, wow. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah, she was born nine pounds. Literally, Taylor, my friend that just had her son, he was born nine pounds, three ounces. He's a whole-ass three-month-old. Like, yeah. That's... (laughs) Ethan was eight, nine, so I feel mm, that. I did get the epidural. I had little ones. I did not with Kyron. Whew. But it was... How big was he? Almost the same. He was eight and a half. So, but I actually went into labor myself with him. I was scheduled. Mm-hmm. She just to be popped induced. him right out. It was no. Yeah, I was scheduled to be induced on a Thursday. I, on we don't Monday, need it. I was feeling like crap, and my mom and my family's just wonderful. My mom and sister were like, you know, we'll watch Fiona. You go lay down. And I got up from my nap, and I sat in my mom's chair, and I was like, my stomach just really hurts. I lifted up my shirt, and you could see Kyron like just moving around. And mom was like, I think you're having contractions, honey. I was like, oh. I didn't oh, know. Okay. So I was in the hospital overnight, like just in labor. It was cool. I watched a ton of SVU. Like, I love on order. Day, I would love there. it. Yeah, some like angel nurse, some some older lady midwife that just asked, like, do you guys have anyone here? And she came and flipped me in some weird position, like on my stomach, tucked my leg up in a certain thing, and she was like, I know it hurts, I know it's uncomfortable, just stay here with me for five minutes. They were minutes. probably flipping Kyron on. And then like she just held me there, and then within like 30 minutes he was born. She wow. just pushed mm-hmm. a button. Mm-hmm. They were probably flipping them is what they were doing. And it wasn't World War Three. Everyone acts like having a baby without pain medication is like the worst. No, it isn't. It's literally the ring of fire and then it's over. It's just like the moment. Because my epidurals, both of them, because I have scoliosis, only worked half on half of my body. Oh. So I only That's had half of the pain relief. I felt half of it with both. With Charlie... With my first one, I was screaming, pushing her out. Like it, like how you see in the movies, that's what I was doing to get Charlie out. And then oh with Sawyer, God. I was just like, nope. But yeah, the epidural wasn't working the way it was supposed to both times. Yeah. So I got a fucking crooked ass back. But it just comes to like a point and then like the adrenaline takes over and mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt anymore. And The ring of fire is what hurts it's though. so relieving. Oh, I know. I told I would get everyone just to fill the baby. I tell everybody as soon as they come out, as soon as their feet come out from your yeah it's just like oh yeah, yeah. it's so relieving. thank you which you probably didn't get to no i did because not you were numb you know from so here down they say that that euphoria feeling is actually oxytocin like going through DMT. your body yeah mm-hmm. 
And no, I never got that. That's actually what helps you bond with your babies. Right, and the it, cuddle hormone. Yes, like it's so, man, I I definitely want to experience something close to that, but not not, not ever be pregnant again. Right, um, yeah. But it definitely made it a lot harder to bond because I had like a really, not not a detachment, but like it it came to me, but it came like slowly. Right. And then Ezra, he did have, like, a lot of issues. Like, he couldn't hear. Um, we there was were a barrier there. Yeah, like, we were constantly in and out at the pediatrician's office. I was crying. They were crying. I was n- 19 with two kids, and it was, like, what? Rough as fuck. It's like, what am I doing? Like, what is happening? I'm glad you're still here, though, because a lot of people would have... Yeah, that's, I mean, the power of prayer. Because, well, like, a lot of people that are in your or were in your position, they only stay around for their kids because they don't want anybody else taking care of them. They think they can do it the best, when in reality, their mental health is so in the fucking shitter that they need some help. And they, they just turn support. into terrible parents. Uh-huh. So, like, it's they really, take it out on their kids it's or really whatever. So you really example. beat the odds. Yeah, and that's a really good example for other people, too. Like, hey, if you're... And it's a struggle. Like you can cry, you need to. It's no, an energy it's, release. Yeah, and it's a really good example to give other people because, like, if they're fighting, and I don't know, I've known a lot of people that just give up or go to drugs or go to something else, and they're not the yep. person that they should be for their kids. And you chose your kids. Yeah. Every time, and because of that, like, you have really great kids and a really healthy family, and or you're at least trying. That's all yeah. that matters. I mean, it's a. It's gonna be an everyday. Battle, battle, yeah. struggle. It's not gonna just one day turn into rainbows and butterflies. Right. Like we are in therapy. We do. I mean, <sighs> we're doing the work for our own kids. Oh yeah. Yeah. And nobody else did that. Well, I can't speak for your family, but for from my family, nobody did that for me. Yeah, I went to like Christian counseling, which was a little bit more difficult because like, um, being... I feel like that's more forceful. When yeah. You, when you slap the religion on top of it, it's like, ooh. Well, I started having sex, like, my freshman year of high school. Yeah, I was 15. Yeah, and, like, that's normal. Like, that's, like, a normal time that you, like, start exploring. Well, that was, like, I was a slut. Like, that was, like, no way. Like, you're doing this because you were molested. Like, what don't you understand? So, like, like, no, I have hormones. I'm a normal 15-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah, like, they like, would, like, told that you, yeah. you are the way you are because of what happened yeah. to you. That's not and that's, like, not true at all. Yeah, it, and I, I had to accept that, like, later on if in life. If anybody wants like, to know anything, I don't think anything sexually ever happened to me, but I was masturbating at a very young age. Yeah. Very young. Probably, like, well, how do you know to be even doing that? Yeah. I don't know. You just, that's, a, you're a human. Humans have, like... You explore your own body at your own pace. Right, and I was in kindergarten right. on my fucking mat doing the damn thing. Nobody knew what I was doing, like... I've been doing it from a young age. I was never sexually fucking assaulted. Like, yeah. how are you going to sit there and tell somebody, well, it's because of this? No. At young ages like that, it's normally, like, due to exposure, whether you knew it or not. Like, yeah, uh, some, yeah, yeah. Some yeah. Exposure. That's probably watched. was, that's what it was for me. I think I was just exposed to adult shit. Yeah. Nothing ever happened to me. It was, I was just around it. Right. Yeah. So, like, you were exposed to it at an earlier age, so mm-hmm. you were exploring at an earlier age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I think, back to what you were saying, like, people telling you that, like, oh, it's because you were molested or because it was this, it's really important that people don't talk to themselves like that or yeah. other people because you you are who you are in spite of what happened exactly. to you, not because of it. Exactly. And that's something that we also talked about, too, is, like, I don't want to be successful for my situation. I just want to be fucking, like, yeah. successful yeah. and Period. that situation can be over here by itself it doesn't have to do with anything that I'm doing right now exactly and let's not even bring it into the situation here like what yeah. the fuck and That's... that was something that I had to unteach myself that like virginity does not define my worth and that was a big thing like I I don't have a large body count, but the way that they made me feel, it didn't matter if I did or not. Like, I could have been out here, like, slinging it on the sidewalk. In the end, like, my worth didn't diminish. And that was something that was really hard for me to accept. my body count, people would think I'm nasty, but you don't know in what timeline I did it in. Right. Exactly. it's really no one's business. Exactly. 
I started having sex at 15 and I'm up to this number now and I'm 31. You think I was just smashing them out in one year or what? Like, I love when people get like, oh, wow, wow. So I had no boyfriends between that whole time. Like what? And even if that was the case, so I don't have any diseases. You know, like it's your business. What, even if you did, yeah, yeah exactly. Just, like just like, go get an antibiotic. Like I said, earlier, <laughs> everyone just needs to chill. Like, yeah, everyone just who gives a flying fuck. And really, I think it's cool to talk about the abuse and stuff like that. Like the way in the pod, like all the episodes that we have listened to, it's cool for me to see how much you two relate over like being raised by mm-hmm. a grandparent and like same, similar. They're kind of parallel but different. Yeah, and I think like. I don't know. Then I really related to you whenever you were talking about um, Ethan and Ezra's dad passing. Yeah. And like, and all those emotions. You're like, I was just fucking doing laundry. I was like, oh god, like I know exactly how she feels. Like, it's so much, you know, like so much content to dive into for like both of you all. Mm-hmm. So it's hard not to ping pong around. Yeah. We need, we'll like, cover we, it all eventually. Yeah, but we it's need like forty episodes. Oh, why? So. <laughs> oh yeah, if, for sure. The listeners that have listened up until this point, you better just be in for the long haul if you want to like get the rest of the story essentially, because yeah. it's gonna be. And I'll keep asking questions, but I did want to know like all three of the birth stories, so that yeah, was covered. And then I wanted to ask you. Um, with the narcissist, like, I know you gave the definition and you talked about, like, the difference of being toxic and narcissist, but you didn't really say, like, what led you down that rabbit hole. Um, or, I can't like, really the say timeline. what led me down the, to- the rabbit hole or the timeline, because then all the shit... Then I'll be airing out dirty laundry at that point, you know? But, oh. You know oh, what I'm wait. saying? Oh, okay. Never yeah. mind. I ain't yeah. trying to name drop, because if I air this bitch out, I'm airing it all the way out, and... You were just faced with a dynamic that you were really familiar with. And then yeah. when you started, when like, I looking called, up those patterns, you that's realized. That's what I was going to say, like, exactly. to just touch on the patterns, it, not name drop. but It just, basically hey. all just started adding up. I was like, all this shit is very, whenever I got with Jackie, <clears throat> and then we were working through our issues or whatever, you know, getting to know each other. I was trying to figure out my family shit. In his situation, the similar shit was going on, and I was like, hmm, you know, just calling it like I see it, basically. And then I just started, like, trying to really figure out, okay, well, let's find out who's actually telling the truth here, you know? Like, mm-hmm. let's let's figure it out. And yeah. I did. And it it's not hard. a lot of homework, though. Oh, like a lot of homework, put, for sure. You put in this a was, lot... This and actually years. researching, not watching a TikTok video, uh, but no. let me see what five different Articles sources say. Articles. Exactly. I don't just read one article and take what that one and person said. And call it research. Said. No. Uh, <laughs> I read tons. I compare. Like, if I'm looking up a specific topic, I'll find an t- a article or whatever I'm looking for about that, and then I'll continue until I'm satisfied. I'm not just going to take one article's word for it. I actually dive in and do the research. That's something that I need to do for a lot of things because for me, like, I will see something and then I'm like, what is that? And I'll Google it to ensure its validity. This and then is I'm a like, good piece of advice. Only hear no. half of what you, or only believe half of what you, or is it half of what you see and none of what you hear? Something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it because I'm shrooming right now. But... Yeah, don't. No, you nailed it, dude. Don't just fucking believe everything you hear. Like, if somebody tells you something, don't take it as fucking fact. That's stupid as fuck. I don't give a damn if you're my whatever. I don't care. I can't even trust my own family, so I'm sure as fuck not going to trust anybody else. I'm going (laughs) to tell you that. Yeah. But you've, you've taken that situation and you've built a healthy environment. So I think that's what's so amazing about both of you guys is, like, I really feel like listening i'm not saying i haven't gone through shit yeah but like a severe advantage of having parents like i have and siblings mm-hmm. like i have yeah, you and have incredible incredible parents yes and they they're still there like if i called my mom right now and i was like mom um i have a flat tire she'd be like okay i've got your location i'm sending AAA. like they're still they still want to parent and they get like frustrated at our independence now that we're older so they look for ways to just be there mm-hmm like, I don't know. It's, it, it's a I really think that big that's, advantage. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, I think that that's, like, a normal dynamic because for me, like... 
it's not normal anymore. It's not normal. That's what I was gonna say. Like it's I, not I don't normal have, I don't have there's any no, friends that I can I'm, relate to. No, there's no subject. I don't have any friends that have parents that are still together. And that are happy and normal and like I would say happy and normal, but like not toxic in the way that we grew up. Yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah. It's weird. Do you guys Honestly. remember there was a show on T V land with a single mom? Who was like going through a divorce and younger? She was a comedian. No. Oh, kind of. Yeah. Um. The dark side of comedy just did a special on her. Joan. John. No. I'm terrible with celebrity names. Same. But <clears throat> she talked a lot and like was like kind of groundbreaking for breaking like the mold that. TV has portrayed the way real dynamics are and started showing like what real dynamics were. Mm-hmm. It's being a single mom in the 90s and having to work or, you know, bad parenting like Rose, Dan, and Dan had a really great marriage, but in the end, they were very toxic and didn't know how to parent. And it talked about, well, that cycle was from because their parents were not good to them. Right. And like, Thinking about that, like, my great-grandma became a mom at 14. Mm-hmm. Wow. And was married. Yeah. In that the was Like. At 14. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, thinking about my stepdaughter turning 16, like, I want to jump and, like, scream. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, you made it. Like, no kids, no craziness. <laughs> like, we did it. And, like, <laughs> I have to give the credit to her mom because, like, no, me. Girls are different than boys. Yeah. She's got a girl and a boy, so she's got both. That she's got you girl. have a and very... you just have the boys, and I just have the girls, so... You have a very, like, how is that? Um, incredible. They're yeah. my favorite people. Like, I I can go to work all day, not crack a smile, not laugh, like, unless we talk on the phone. Then, mm-hmm. then we're dying. Like, we're <laughs> funny. But, like, they're so happy. Their energy is so positive. Um, they're just each other's best friends they're my best friend like they're cool kids you can talk to them like like Kyron last night he was like um you know mom if they need another guest I'll come on the podcast yeah you can talk to him like you like we're talking he's got big ideas they do their their own you know whatever they're interested in and it, it changes yeah so their own people they're not just like regular kids that are just I don't know. They're just not worried about kid shit. I mean, they are, but they're just way more emotionally intelligent than a normal, their age They child. communicate, and that really helped. Like, I don't know if this is the time to talk about, like, what happened to Fiona Go in ahead. school. Go ahead. But, I mean, you can cut anything out from no, this. No, we're not cutting it out. You, you yeah. don't want us to cut it out. No, it's, I mean, whatever's relevant. I just yeah. wanted to tell her, like, a good example of them being comfortable. If something happens... Um, they'll come to me. They'll go to JV. Like, they're not... Um, Scared. Yes, they're so healthy. And yeah. even if it's just like, hey, Mom, I'm kind of pissed off today, and I'm really not feeling it, so, like, can someone else do the litter box because I just don't want to. And I'll be like, okay, I got you. Like, it's that simple. Yeah, like, thanks for telling me and not just skipping the her, litter box and letting the shit sit there. Cause yeah, that's and, then, and then in return, Fiona treating her like shit because she's having a bad day. She'll just straight up tell you, I'm not feeling it. I'm yeah. not in the mood. Right. Instead of just being a brat for no reason. I'm going to watch a show, and then I'll come out for dinner, and everything will be fine. I just need to process. Today was really annoying. Like, I don't know. But she taught them that from a young age is why they do that. Yeah, and And whenever big things happen. So if if you can handle the small things, and it can be small things like, hey, Mom, I lied to you yesterday. And then it will be, like, the silliest thing. Yeah. I told you that I didn't drink the rest of the orange juice, but it was totally me. I don't know why I lied. I'm sorry. And it's like, that's cool. I'll get more orange juice. Thanks for telling me. Like. And reacting appropriately in those situations. Oh, uh, that's the main thing. Um, yeah. I'm their person. Because I don't, I don't fuck with a liar. When my kids lie to me, I show my ass. I'm not going to... We don't do that. Sorry. You don't and mine don't lie. either. Because I'm going know. to find out, so don't lie. Yeah. And they don't lie because they don't have to. And mm-hmm. I don't give them a reason to lie. Um, so recently, this would take me like three hours, so I'm going to give you the short version. The reason why I pulled the kids out of school um, last month is because... Um, Fiona at 11, there was a 15-year-old boy that was harassing her. Um, For the clothing that she was wearing. It started which off wasn't weird. even provocative. Yeah, it started off weird. 11-year-old provocative? Right. 
An 11 year No, she's 11. He was, no. he, was, he was using the excuse that it was how she was dressed. That's what the 15-year-old was saying. Okay. She's going to elaborate. Yeah, so she had told me before, because we, we, were, we communicated about everything. Yeah. Like, what, even their TV shows, like Attack on Titan, guys, if you haven't watched it, watch that shit. It's so good. <laughs> I don't obsessed. have cable around. I'm going to be, like, a scout with Kyron for Halloween, because I watched that show with him, and I loved it. So, like, they show me all their stuff, and it's fine. Um, but she had told me that he was making her uncomfortable, not in what he was saying, it was the energy he was putting off when he said things. And I was like, give me some examples. And she was saying small stuff like, you know, oh, this is the second Tuesday in a row you wore your hair up, or <gasps> you're wearing your red shirt again. And I was like, wow. Yeah, he's like noticing this I was little like, wow. shit. And she was like, and I didn't know that, I don't even know that. That would make myself. me like, throw up. It makes me, he's not saying anything bad, but it feels bad. And I was like, okay, I've got you. Like, definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely not acceptable. So, I talked to the bus driver who made sure that, like, she got to sit with her brother and everything. Well, they got a new bus driver and didn't tell the parents. So, like, I didn't know. It was picture day. She was wearing a white pleated skirt that came down here and a cute button-up that was tucked in. And he was telling her on the bus that he wants to bend her over. And whenever she got upset, was like, I'm telling my mom. And she did. She texted me and I pulled a fucking U-turn just went straight to the school. <laughs> yeah. Jenna don't play that. Jenna no, absolutely not. Because you have to protect your kids 100%. 100%. Jenna's yeah. the pull-up bitch. If I need Jenna for anything, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Skirt. Here I come. And my whole family behind me, so mm-hmm. please don't play. And that's exactly what she did. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what she did. Um, Went up to the school. It was that just day. worse. Because whenever she's like, I'm texting my mom. Like, I don't want you to talk to me. Leave me alone. He just started telling her that he doesn't feel that way, but that's what everyone else is thinking. And he was just telling her because anyone that looks at her and what she's wearing uh, will want to bend her over. So what type she's of like, parents, what type of, like, home wife? Exactly. That's my way of thinking because, like, my boys, like, they are so protected and so sheltered that, like, Ezra will tell you, like, I don't give a fuck about what you just said. And, like, and like <laughs> that, and I'm like, uh, and, like, he'll act out at times. But I, I honestly, like, couldn't even picture someone at 14 saying something. 15. To, to 15, yeah. Worse, still, yeah. still saying something like that to someone who's 11, like. Either way, it doesn't matter their age. I don't care if she was older than him. It just makes it, it worse matter. because she's a child yeah like, this is her first year in middle school and yeah. like I sure get that they're both children period yeah like, yeah like and I get that they're both kids right like playing devil's advocate but at the yeah. same time like what are you teaching him yeah so what is he being exposed to right yeah. like the school didn't really the school I'm not one to let shit fly me and Jenna aren't like oh well let's just see what happens no. we're going to interject right then and there and make sure that something is going to happen you know, right. I'll watch you take care of this. Yes, so I'm right here. We want you. results. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the school—that was a whole thing. They tried not to even let me in. They finally did. Um, after I made some threats, and then got in the principal's threats. office. I'm gonna call the police. Yeah. She was basically telling me that like, um, he's remedial. It's his older siblings' fault. He doesn't know what he's saying. His older brothers do, making it out like it was, like. But he's the one doing it. She so. turned around and then if he's remedial, then he needs to be on the shore bus. Like right. that's that's not true. She was just saying whatever I yeah. needed to say, or yeah. whatever she needed to say to get me out of there. Wow. Um. So wow. I got in touch with the parents. That's sick. Because I wanted to make sure like something was done, and they had no idea. So I went to the police department and we filed a report. Yeah, um, I would have too. And like Dixon. Like Dixon County's sheriff's they office, it well. they were incredible. Like they were, they heard me. And yeah, they, they did something about it. They cared. Turns out there's a separate police report for him in Ashland City for being a peeping tom at the apartments over there. Um, so it's he has this obsessive behavior. I it's just, like creepy. Yeah, like, I just spoke with the mom. He's been sent to counseling, like a an inpatient place um, near Memphis. Okay, great. So, so like they're doing the work. Okay. How much, I had to drag how, everyone. Like, how I had much? To drag yeah. for two weeks um, to get anything done. And now, like, that boy will be better and the girls will be safer. Mm-hmm. And 
I just, so if you're not doing the work, if you're letting shit go under the the rug because you, it doesn't have anything to do with you or it's not your kid or what the fuck ever, when it comes to shit like that, that is when you intervene. I don't give a fuck You've if it's to. not your kid or not. Like, when it comes to children, especially, you better speak the fuck up. But that's a good example because if I, if she told me that this boy said something to her that he didn't say anything bad but it made her feel weird and I was like okay and just didn't do anything about it Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have come to me whenever he said the other thing yeah and then if I didn't continue to follow up and show up and I'm at the school and I'm at the police department and I'm at his parents house and being that pushy I'm a pusher Mm -hmm. yeah but pushing like that then these results wouldn't have happened no, yeah. absolutely. And to find out that it's entire, I knew she was valid anyway. But to yeah. find out that where he lived previously, he, he already had he, a charge. He was obsessed with another little girl to the point that he's a peeping tom. And I'll let you guys look up the statistics on peeping toms. But um, yeah, I just say it's not. It's scary. So with him noticing that she's wearing her hair, that's it. Yeah, you know, like that's like, very. No, we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. I would have got on the bus and been like, "Listen here, you little motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. So, well, Joe was there. Joe was there whenever the bus pulled up. He was... Mm-hmm. We know. We know. Was already there. All I gotta say is, don't, don't fuck with Joe's family. <clears throat> yeah, I am... I'm a very big conversation and accountability, like... Me too. If we can't talk she, about it, yeah. we can't use our words, then... I ain't got nothing for you because I'm I not going to raise my hand to you. Exactly. Not shit. I will ask them. I'm like, why? Like, why are you screaming? Like, what? Like, why what? do you feel this way? Because I like, need to know. Like, what's your words? Yeah. Like, we, we don't have to scream. Like, do you need five minutes to yourself? Like, you go to your room. I think the, the big thing with everybody is everything's a pissing, a dick measuring contest to everybody. So it's like. You can't just swallow your pride and put your ego aside to listen and validate somebody else's feelings because of how you feel. Yeah. We're not talking about you. We're not. Yeah. It's not about you. What the fuck? It's, yeah, I think it's really important to, like, just not engage. That's what we should. Me like and that. Jackie like, had I to just, just quit engaging. That's yeah. what I do. And so someone's mad at me. Okay, whoever you are, you're just mad then. Like, I don't <laughs> know what to die die mad. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I'm not going to spend energy on it. Mm-mm. Yeah. Teach the kids the same thing. And, and especially people the people that want the attention that are trying to get you riled up because they, like, feed off of that shit. And when they don't get it, they're just going to self-implode eventually. Yeah. But, guys, and, public schools, I have to tell you this. I learned from the police department, several of them homeschool their children because it's a power struggle between in law enforcement and the public schools. education. Okay. Um, really? Good to there's know. There's a bit of that. That's why SROs are better in Charlotte schools. Um, so, you know, with this whole instance... SROs are in all schools now. Right. But the principal didn't even inform the SRO <gasps> that this happened. So... So it's just shady shit going yeah, on. Yeah. There was no report. There was no... And that SRO is cool. The right? guidance counselor didn't even follow up with Fiona like, hey, are you okay? None of that. So, Charlotte Middle School... They need some help. Um, mm-hmm. and <laughs> they need some help. I strongly recommend homeschooling. Yeah, I think we're going to just let Charlie ride out the elementary school train, and then when middle school rolls around, pull her out. Same with Sawyer. Yeah, mine will let have her a choice the, to go back for high school or not. Let her do the uh, elementary um, stuff, and then whenever shit starts to pop off, I'll just take them out. Yeah, whenever. Ethan. No big deal. He's doing pretty great in school. He's on the wrestling team. He's, Aww. like, starting to, like, be more social. And he's That's more cool. aware. Like, um, we go to occupational therapy weekly. And they help him, like, bring more awareness. Like, hey, like, what, what is a positive reaction to this situation? Or, like, what level is this on? And it helps him, like process and yeah I the social interaction and and he's like making his own goals and he's like I want to have three friends I want to do this and like obviously in middle school you don't know what other kids are going through like that Mm -hmm. and so like for him like it's such a big thing for him to go to school and like really work as hard as he does Ezra though he's my boy He's the one that I have to, like, stand over, and I'm like, okay, like, you're not going to act this way. Like, you can't treat other people this way. And I'm a big, 
and I'm very he's like, out. yes, and I have to hold he's him accountable. One. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, they're always crazy. Yeah, and I I have to tell him all the time. I'm like, you're you're so much better than how you're treating other people, and you know that, and I know that. But in school, in his class, he's fantastic. Like I get positive reports on him. Oh, it's great. That's how it is with Charlie at school. She's so good at school when she comes home. She's a little terror. The second he gets on the bus, he clocks out. Yeah, Yeah. he's (laughs) like, I'm done. It's not about the walk out. I'm cussing. I'm cussing now. And I'm like, "Mm." Like, (laughs) we're on the bus. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, hold up. Like, I did not say, this is so funny. I didn't say my first cuss word until I was in high school. I was so scared. But then once you started cussing, it was just a free-for-all. You let the floodgates out. It was OB. (laughs) It was like, beep, beep, beep. I still remember the first time. Well, I mean, I did it a lot when I was young, like too young to remember. But um, there was like a presidential election or something going on, and I was in like second or third grade. We got to get to our wild, squirrely days. (laughs) I like bumped my toe in like second or third grade, and I was like, damn it. And I was like looking around like, did anyone hear me say that? Oh, my God, my parents are going to kill me like. Let's rip this band-aid off. Okay, so first day, fifth grade, she comes in. She's looking all nice and put together. I'm like, this bitch. She sits down in front of me. I'm turning around talking shit about her. She's like, you got something to say? And I'm like, all right, you cool. And then uh, we go to recess, and I'm like, all right, well, if you're cool, then prove it. You know, we got all that. And then we got each other's phone numbers. It was either that day or, like, that week. And then it was over. After I I got her house line. It was over. I was like, 9909? I can remember that. That's easy. Oh, my God. And um, I used to call Emily Martin and Brittany Rogers on the home phone, my home two line. besties. Like, And she had satellite and I had cable, so when we was watching the same thing, there was a lag. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'd be watching SpongeBob <laughs> just fucking like sitting in silence. Or I'd be laughing. She's like, what? And I'm like, hang on. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then when we got into high school and started, like, being able to do what we wanted, we was rolling weed and receipts and Bible pages oh, and um, going up on the hill and smoking weed out of cans and <gasps> we was drinking and doing wild it's shit. It's like really the boys. Like we were more like... Well, she hung out with boys. She had the boyfriend crowd, like the skater dudes. And yeah. I was just her best friend, so I was just always like the tag along. I was yeah. never really like friends with any but of we them. we spent so much time trying to just keep them straight. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We were like the moms. That's of, hard. Uh, you was, know, and then, I mean, yeah, I'm sure you know them all. Like, yeah, it was really. I basically jackass in real life. Yeah, it's like oh, my reality. Ooh, I was our group. I yeah. remember going to the courts and seeing okay. one of them. I was literally just about to bring that. Yeah, like fucking trying to pop a wheelie or a heely or something Ollie. on the skateboard. Ollie. Yeah. Ollie ooping on the skate. I'm so not cool, but. And one of them did it. The skateboard came up and hit them, and they felt like fell flat on the yeah, pavement. I'll never that forget that. All the time. I will. That was you know the what defining me and moment. Used to do for these motherfuckers. They'd get drunk and they'd be like, "Well, we want to go skate." So we would have to drive their drunk asses oh, no. wherever they wanted to go skate at night and sit there with them while they did their thing and towed them back to the house. Make sure like, they don't die. Yeah. That was what me and Jenna were doing in high school. That's why we were never at parties and everyone thought we were, like, so whatever they thought. we were in the attic of the Weaver's house. We were literally, like, we were in our own reality. Like, I don't know. It was just, we was doing our thing. And then we had the super bad night. That was fun as fuck. That's still crazy to me. Are we going to tell that story? How much time do we have? We have, okay, let's look. So we have... And this shit's so crazy. About... 10 minutes, but it's okay. You can probably cut some of yeah. them, but whatever. Um, so we were at one party at our, okay, it was the guy's It's going to be really hard not to house. say names. You should probably take it. Cause okay, we're at the, the guy's dad's house who we were at the party for. He was at work. He was supposed to come there after he got off. It was his party. Like yeah, was his he just house. wasn't there yet. He just wasn't there. So, so everybody's guys there were, partying, yeah. waiting for him to get there. Me and Jenna, I was wanting to go to another party that my whoever was that at the time who I was fucking and um then we so we're like tired of waiting around we leave to go to this party when we're on the way to this party the people at the other one call us and they're like hey there's cops like all around waiting to like bus people coming in and out whatever so we're like oh shit what do we do and there's literally a cop at the church by the high school like just parked in the yeah, parking Kelsey lot yeah Kelsey went to like okay, I was gonna so pull in there news on the on the road 
and they're like just wait like there's a cop at the end of our driveway just wait till they leave Kelsey's like all right goes to whip it in this church and I just grabbed her wheel because the I didn't there was see a cop the cop in the shadows of the church oh my god so we turned down Bobbitt so that road. looked real sus so I just gun it and cut down Bobbitt yeah turn her lights off we're running from the police at this point yeah we're running um, from the cops I bust down Bobbitt I'm, not I'm flooring it. I, I'm in my Volvo. I'm, I'm like, Kelsey, cut out the lights. Like, turn the lights off when we get to the end of the cul-de-sac. We're just sitting there chilling, trying to, like, make sure there's no cops going to roll up on us. We lost them, so that was good. Jenna's drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm just, I think I was just really high. <clears throat> We're sitting there. He's, I'm like, just give us a second. I roll my windows down. I'm on the phone. We're smoking cigs, whatever. These two dudes come out with guns on their hips, like redneck ass people. Come out of the house. Jenna's freaking like out. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like they're obviously well, coming Kelsey, to see what we're doing. Kelsey goes to roll sus. her window all the way down. I was like, "Kelsey, do not just." Well, I'm just gonna talk to them, you know, like it's oh Cheatham County. I'm like, up. you need to. We're be not doing to anything sus. I promise. We just ran from the cops. Like it's cool. Like, yeah. cool. <laughs> That's what I was telling them. And they're like, "We're just part." And they're like, "Okay, we're just coming to see if y'all were like anybody we knew, whatever, whatever. It's fine." With the guns on the hip, yes, I'm just greeting you with my gun. Like they go on, they go on. No, they like turn back to their house, and they're like, "They're cool," and it's like the house turns on. Yeah, and the loud people start coming out. You can cut that out. But the guy that we were going from the party that we left, that we're waiting on, he was at that party. Yeah, this is a whole other party. This was on a weekend. (laughs) So we were at this party, we left this party to go to a different one, showed up accidentally at another party that the guy that we left the house, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was just so fucking crazy. A spider web. Yeah. So oh, yeah. we find him, we're like, okay, so we we're just like, dude, everyone's house. looking for you. Yeah. And he's like, oh, uh, my phone died. I just figured y'all didn't come. I was like, no, there's like there 30 people at your house. Oh, my God. Like, oh, shit. So then we leave that one, go to the other one. And then we get there, and there's all kinds of shit. There's a keg in the bathtub, and it's a fucking rager over there, too. It was just so... Yeah, I didn't partake in that one. Yeah, she was passed out by then. Yeah. And then, um, uh, later on that night, me and the person that I went to that party with had sex with Jenna in the bed drunk. I was not even drunk, okay? She was was asleep, drunk in the bed beside us, and I was like, let's just... She's asleep. It's, it's fine. She's it's not true. Here. It's true, though. She told me about it later. I, was, I did. I, I was, was like, we did asleep. it right beside you. We didn't touch you. It was fine. Oh, my God. I was like, are you serious? I thought she was messing with me. I was like, you really did that, like, for real? She was like, yeah. Oops. You know. We're still friends, though. Yeah. Squirrels in my pants. I mean, there was other <laughs> shit that happened that night, but, like, all that that happened, like, leaving it's crazy his party, finding him at a, some other random party. and Because we were running from police we were running from the police into the wrong parking lot oh my it was literally like like super bad the movie but like before super bad came out that's so funny Mm -hmm. so when did you guys kind of like leave that lifestyle behind when Uh, Jenna got knocked up pretty pretty quickly I was we were never like ever submerged in it yeah if it was like yeah it was never our thing that was Um, it was a pick and choose when we wanted to do it type thing but I mean we hung out with people so Let's say, like, just one year back then, we might go to 10 parties, but that doesn't mean we were, like, partaking. Yeah. Like, yeah. we would just be there a lot to hang out or, like, watch a movie or laugh. Um, mm. I kind of had a moment where I went to a friend's house, same friend. Same friend. And um, his dad was, like, cool with it because everyone, you know, was, like, 20, 22, somewhere in that, like, you know, yeah. age. And um, he just, like, brought out, like, a bag of Coke. And oh. I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, um, this is what's going on. I'm going to go home now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at that point, yeah, if like, you no can do it in front of your parents. Yeah, I mean. like, no thanks. No, it was the parent that had it. Oh. Yeah, I was like, wow. Um, at that point, you know something's wrong. Yeah. If your parent Red is flag. providing you any sort of drug go. or anything, like, no. Yeah, we were super chill. We just really hung out at my house or her house or the Weaver's house. Yeah. and Mainly at Jenna's because I was not trying to be around my gray. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. As soon as I got a car, I was like, I'm going to Jenna's. Yeah. Whenever the Taurus. flood happened, I was at Jenna's. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Mass 2010 flood. Yeah. I do remember that. I Up packed a bag. I packed a spend-the-night bag and went to Jenna's. Yep. My car was in the shop. I didn't have anything. I just lost all my shit, but I was at Jenna's. It was fine. So your house was in the flood? Mm-hmm. It was It was like up to her ceiling. Yeah. I lost everything. 
I don't have the yearbooks. I don't have. I never knew that. Earrings. I don't have any of my old iPods. Any the of Tom my old Petty videos. albums. Yeah, I don't have nothing. Like everything that I've collected since I was a baby, gone. That happened to my sister-in-law, Robin. Except it was a house fire. Like how traumatic is that? Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucked. But you know what? In the end, none of that shit even mattered because. Yeah. I'm here, and I don't think about it, and I don't need any of it, and I'm fine, so. It's material shit. Yeah. It's not important. So did FEMA cover those houses or no? Mm, 29.9 for a 300 grand house is not, that's a a drop in the bucket. Yeah, I thought, no. So it basically paid for the demo. You can't even get a car for that now. Yeah. They basically yeah. paid for the demo of those houses, and that's it. But most people, like, in order to live there, had homeowner's insurance. Because, like, mm-hmm. yeah. at least in that area. like And it wasn't her specifically, houses. I don't know if it was a flood zone then or not. That was just like a, it was just a fucking once in a hundred year event that happened. Like, it didn't matter if it was in a flood zone or if you had insurance or whatever. FEMA did give them some money, but it wasn't enough to cover what it fucked up. Yeah. For sure. True. Think about, like, everyone's livestock over there. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people never even built back. They just said fuck Yeah, it. I went, um, I was actually touring, like, two years ago. There was a property, um, on Fairgrounds Road, I think. You, like, turn off the split. Yeah, yeah. And there was a big piece of property that had a creek, and I thought I was like, that would be a great place for a wedding venue. Yeah. I thought that would be a great place for a wedding venue. Like, right there. Very pretty right there. Yeah. You have to build on a platform. You can't build anything. It has to be raised Raised, up by, like, 12 feet. Mm -hmm. So then... They changed all that shit after that happened. So, could you imagine having to go up on a platform you would be above all the scenery yeah it would just be pointless mm-hmm. so i had an ex that was on like the flood zone commission or something like that so i don't really know that much about it but they changed a lot of shit after the flood happened what ups i don't know all right yeah, i'll leave that to the professional exactly <laughs> well guys I? that is all the time we have for our second episode do you have any more questions part two um, yeah, I still only got one out of piece. Um, that's okay. I'll text you guys. You guys okay. talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. Part three, four, five, six, however many it takes to get the, all the questions I can answered. just be like the weather guy that you throw it to you and then I'm just like, well, I told her that we should give back. her a segment like just on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. How easy would that be? Yeah. She literally record it herself and send it to us. Oh yeah, for sure. I don't know why I thought I had an armrest. I do the same <laughs> thing in the car all the time. I'm like, oh! Okay. I was in a chair like hers and I almost like I almost ate shit. Like Mm. I was I went to lean and someone had dropped it down. Like you know how you can like drop it? Yeah. I went to put my arm and just like missed and almost took the whole thing. The momentum was going. God. Whoopsie. I'm ready for a cigarette. Tune in next week. Um we will be starting our segment, which is our bio segment, cringy tender bios. I can't freaking wait. And then incorporating more questions from Jenna. Um, and I think that would be a great segment this as well. really about to pop off, y'all, so hold on. Thank you guys as well. We are now above 250 streams within a week. We were just over 100 and then killed Woo-hoo! it this last week. So thank you guys so much. Please continue. Let's do it. Let's do it. And find us on Instagram. We may make a Facebook page or something at some point, um, but for now, we're just on Instagram. So like, follow, share, and thank you guys for tuning in again. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.